You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I just want to say um, to all of you that are listening, thank you for your continued support. And, you know, when you actually find something that you love doing, it becomes like you're playing on the playground back when you're a kid and you're just having fun. And so I want to thank all of you for supporting me because that's exactly how I'm feeling and have been feeling this way for a long time, but never conveyed it to all of you. So thank you. The other thing is, if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it and share it with everyone you know, you love and care about, because the guests that come on the show bring so many nuggets of gold that help us to immediately transform our lives. And when I say immediately, it's like when the guest is on, you're taking your notes, like I always say you should, and you can use that information as soon as you've done listening to this show, this podcast, and begin to incorporate those nuggets of gold in your life and start seeing transformation appear in your life almost immediately. So with that, I want to say, if you love this show, subscribe to it and share it with everyone you know, love and care about. I also want to take this time and say, find a place to sit, relax, take some minutes for yourself, a few minutes, maybe 30, 35 minutes for yourself, get something to write with, maybe light a candle, some incense, get your favorite beverage, tell your family that you're just going to take a few moments for yourself so that you can step into this really great place and be better for them after these few moments for yourself. So while you're doing that, I'm going to take care of some business. I want to thank our sponsors of the podcast, the Blissful Living uh, For You podcast. I want to thank Blissful Living For You at BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Fabulous uh, words of wisdom and a wealth of information and tools and goodies that you can take and begin incorporating them into your life to up-level your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can begin to unlock the life of your dreams. So if you are ready to transform your wellness, if you're ready to get your mindset right, and if you're ready to tap into the abundance of wealth that the universe has in store for you, then you want to check out Blissful Living For You at blissfullivingforyou.com. Com. The next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated located in the heart of Silicon Valley. They are a telecommunications installation company that has been in business for 32 years. They've survived every economy that we've had, and they continue to be the premier telecommunications installation company in the United States. They are women-owned, they're minority-owned, and they're a top 50 women-owned business in Silicon Valley. So if you're looking for some voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, uh, speakers, speaker installation, audio, video, whatever your need is to make sure that your network distribution 
makes the right connections the first time, you want to contact All Day Cable, Inc. And it doesn't matter if you're small, medium, or large corporation. They can handle your needs, and they do it effectively and efficiently so that you don't lose money in the transition of trying to telecommunicate with those that need your services. So, again, check out All Day Cable, Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Okay. Now that we've taken care of business, you've had some time to get comfortable and get your little goodies situated so you can have this place of peaceful, zen essence floating around you, then I'm going to share with you today's guest. Now, you notice I dropped the word peace in there when I was talking about you getting in your peaceful place while you listen to this show. And my guest today is a peaceful living expert, and we all need a little bit more peace in our life. So let me tell you about her, and I hope you're ready to take some notes. Now, my guest today is Roberta Hughes, and Roberta Hughes is the founder and lead instructor at Peaceful Living, a boutique hybrid studio that conveys a delicate and personalized peaceful living instruction through customized Pilates, meditation, and yoga classes. Peaceful living grants clients a way to filter out life's pressures through a delicate and highly personalized approach through its live streams and on-demand classes. Its nurturing and customized approach guides clients who desire to change their relationship with stress. And who does not want some of that? Reconnect in a welcoming space from the comfort of your own home. And I'm going to tell you how you can learn more about getting in contact with Roberta. Now, let me share some more goodies about Roberta. In July 2020, after COVID-19 changed the way people connect in fitness classes, specifically yoga, Pilates, and meditation, Roberta launched the Peaceful Living Platform. This granted her the ability to live stream instruction as well as a library of videos through Peaceful Living TV with those who needed breath to breathe more deeply, reduce stress, and overall feel better. So now that you know a little bit about our guests, And we're going to create this really yummy, loving, peaceful living environment. I want to welcome Roberta Hughes to the Blissful Living Podcast. Welcome, Roberta. Hi, Rochelle. Thank you so much for having me. It's a delight for me to be here with you and your audience today. Well, it's a delight to have you because... um, we all need a little bit more peace in our life. And we all need to understand that there's various ways that we can do that. And having more peace in our life helps to reduce our stress. And when our stress is reduced, our mind and body operates more effectively and efficiently. And um, we can circumvent some of those stress uh, release hormones that cause us havoc and begin to release those feel-good hormones, such as those beautiful endorphins that make us feel so yummy and good. So I am so excited to have you, and I'm like trying to be all peaceful, but I'm excitedly peaceful, so that's a good thing. I want to share some statistics that you shared 
with me when we begin um, exploring some things about having you on the show. And I think the listeners need to know this. So here's some um, statistics for you all listeners to just grasp of it. Among Americans 25 years of age and older, 6.6% are engaged in health-related self-care each day. 80% of U.S. adults say they will be more mindful about delayed practicing self-care. They say it, 80%. Let's see if they actually really do it. And in 2022, employers will finally regard mental health as really something that we need to take more awareness about. And so, Roberta, with regards to just, you know, stepping into this beautiful zone of, you know, bringing peaceful living to the forefront of our lives. I know you're an expert and, you know, people are getting pulled in so many directions these days. They're going from, you know, their job responsibilities, family life responsibilities, dealing with COVID-19 pandemic and now the after effect of COVID-19 and, you know, having to deal with their kids and, uh, you know, homeschooling when they're not teachers and, you know, dealing with the mental issues and um, social anxiety issues that their children are having now that they're going back to school. All, you know, social media just, yeah, 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 so much noise and news, the war in Russia, just everything happening, right? And, and the huge issues that we're having here in America. Um, how can the average person find more peace in their daily life? So, Rochelle, I just have to say, you know, listening to you say all of those things actually made me a little anxious because <laughs> I feel like, the mo- yeah, the more we get wrapped up in the news and consuming all of the things that social media can throw at us and that our TV can throw at us, it really does bring up that feeling of anxiety and stress because we're not very powerful in being able to change conditions so far away from us, yet we're consuming the information quickly and continuously throughout the day, and that creates a huge stress response in our body. I I would like to speak about the statistics of 80% of people say that they will give more time towards peaceful practices or self-care or wellness but only 6.6% are actually taking action and making time for it in their lives. Most of us have, yeah, most of us have great intentions. We all have the intention to take care of ourselves. However, when life gets busy, most of us put ourselves at the bottom of the list. So those 80% who say they plan to do it, I believe that they do have a plan, that they do have the intention, that they do have the desire, but actually taking the steps to move themselves up to the top of their list, to hold themselves accountable just like they would for any other behavior, those are the things that are needed in order to bring more peaceful moments into your life. Mm, uh, I I love it. I mean, I have myself come across people that you just say, well, when I get time, when I get time. And I remember being in clinical practice and in the hospital and, you know, I would discuss certain ways that my patients could do things healthy and holistically that were in bite-sized pieces for them that would actually make them feel better or at least, you know, give them a better outlook about things. 
And I remember one lady telling me, well, when I get time, and, um, and I looked at her and I said, you're in the hospital here. In the, you're not in the hospital. You're in the emergency department, and you're being evaluated because you're having potentially a myocardial infarction or a.k.a. a heart attack. If this isn't a warning to you that you need to start, like today is the day you need to start making that time, then I don't know what to tell you. And she looked at me and she gave me the strangest look and she said, oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. She said, I thought this was just something, another thing in my day that I had to deal with. But she said, the way you worded it and the way you said it, you're absolutely right. This is a message. This is a wake up call for me to make today the day I start taking better care of myself. And, you know, we went on and she, you know, did well. She wasn't admitted and she was able to go home. And that lady came back about three and a half months later. And I worked the night shift. So someone's coming back. It's kind of, it was kind of interesting, right? And so uh, she said, hey, I just wanted, I wanted to come back and tell you that what you said to me that night changed my life. And this is, this is very interesting. She said, I started eating better. I started, I wrote down what you had said, the kind of food I should eat. I started incorporating a little bit at a time. I, um, I started doing meditation and I started doing yoga and I absolutely love it. And I feel better and my blood pressure has gone down and my doctor, my cardiologist has said, I'm doing so much better. And, and it was like, oh, great. So I'm so happy to hear that. And the reason why I share that story is because if anybody's listening, you just heard Roberta talk about the statistics today. If you're listening to the show and you're not really making yourself that number one priority in your life, like you should, so that you can be a hundred percent for everybody you love and care about, then this is your divine message that you need to pay attention because you need to start operating in a more peaceful manner and be able to let go of the extraneous noise and chaos and be at peace within yourself. And so, Rebecca, I want to ask you, with regards to so many people struggling with stress levels and, you know, having some actual mental health challenges that are all of a sudden kind of, I think, have been lying dormant or under the, the radar, so to speak, or under the the uh, the ocean, so to speak, and now everything is a little bit rough and settling down, these things are coming to surface. With all this stuff that's going on, that I want to say kind of the pandemic, you know, helped bring to the forefront. How can people begin to manage the stress that they're experiencing now? Yeah. Um, before I address that, Rochelle, I would love to just point out, you know, the impact that you had on this patient's life. And unfortunately for most people, it does come to that place of being on the verge of, a severe health condition before they take action. They'll keep nudging the envelope, nudging the envelope. And it's humbling to hear that even in the ER, this woman wasn't able to see that making time for herself was important, but the way that you were able to convey it to her, she was able to hear it and then choose it for herself. And time is our most precious resource. We need to allocate our time just as we allocate our money. If we keep spending and spending and spending, we know what that behavior leads to. But most people don't approach their wellness and self-care from that mental, mindful perspective. If you just keep spending, spending, spending your energy, your health, 
that's going to be depleted. And at some point, you will have a major health condition in, in front of you to deal with. So starting today is the best thing to do, even if you can just make one small change in what you're already doing to bring some type of self-care and wellness into your day each and every day. So for stress, I love to approach stress as an opportunity to make friends with stress. And while this may sound a little, a little um, impossible, or why would we want to make friends with our stress? I think of stress as kind of that pesky neighbor, the one that moves in next door, has all of these behaviors that bother you and irritate you. If you choose to be silent, that behavior will never change. If you choose to be aggressive, that neighbor might become aggressive. But if you choose to be friendly and cordial, get to know their patterns, get to know their behavior, find the courage to say, you know, to set your boundaries, to say, this is really what I need during these hours. Would you help me out? You can create a friendly relationship with that person so that it's not impacting your life in a negative way. We can do the same exact thing with with our stress, and it really comes down to self-awareness. Self-awareness allows us to notice our symptoms of stress. How do we feel when we're stressed out? It's different for different people, but common symptoms of stress might be frequent headaches. It might be a rapid heart rate. It might be jittery hands. It might be a sweaty body. the inability to sleep, these are some common symptoms of stress. So getting to know your symptoms and then getting to know your triggers. When do these symptoms show up for you in your life? What conditions trigger stress? And then once you understand your symptoms and your triggers, that's where you can gain some awareness about boundaries. First of all, do you have healthy boundaries in your life to put a container around that stress? You talked about social media, and watching the news, you can create boundaries around consuming that information. You don't have to consume it all day, every day. And if you're following negative things on social media, you can unfollow them. You can mute them. You have the power to create boundaries that are going to be healthier for your mindset. And then from there, starting to bring in self-care rituals. Um, I love yoga, Pilates, meditation, making sure I get a good night's sleep. I do breathing exercises, journaling, and massage. And when we think of massage, you know, most people will say, well, I can't afford to go get a massage all of the time. Mm-hmm. I, get a, I get a massage maybe once every month or every six weeks. But in between, I love to do self-massage, either dry brushing or just Um, gentle massage of my muscles with my hands. I also do gua sha, um, which is using stones for my face. So there are things that you can do right within your own home where you don't have to pay a lot of money or spend a lot of time because as we said, time is our, one of our most precious resources. (laughs) So trying to go for a massage could be a three-hour event, but you have 15 minutes in your bathroom every single day at a minimum, right? Right. And then at the very end of that, I say practice grace. You know, when we're dealing with stress and we're dealing with self-awareness and gaining new tools, 
just like someone starting a new diet or fitness plan, we need to give ourselves grace, give ourselves the space to make mistakes, to figure things out, to hold ourselves accountable and get help. You know, there are coaches like me in this world who love to help people create practices that are really going to fit their lifestyle and make a powerful impact so that they can have peaceful moments and a healthy quality of life. Oh, I love it. Okay, you all listening. Like, <laughs> you know, I was all elevated and, you know, you know how I am. I'm energized. And just listening yeah. to Roberta, I feel so, like, peaceful. It's amazing. It's <laughs> like, I just feel so serene. It's as if I'm sitting in the beach on an island with the blue, tranquil Caribbean blue water and I'm just there by myself under a palm tree, and it's not too hot. The weather is perfect. You know, sky is clear and beautiful, and the sun is just so radiant. And I'm just at peace with nature and everything in the universe. That's how I feel right now after listening to you not only share the nuggets of gold and probably drop 10, 12, 14 of them right in that, you know, that moment that you were talking, but also your voice. I would have loved to have had you mm-hmm. in the emergency room with me, just working with me. So I'm like, okay, if you guys, hold on. Rebecca's, I mean, Rebecca, Roberta's going to share with you what I'm trying to convey. And you would bring complete <laughs> peace. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, just so, I mean, really, really, you do have a really peaceful, nurturing, comforting voice. And, um, and I love that. So listeners, if you're just having a stressful day and you just want to listen to someone that can calm you down, I suggest you download this podcast and put it on replay and just listen to Roberta talk because in that moment, she's emanating such peaceful energy and vibrations from her voice as she's speaking to us and sharing words of wisdom with us um, that you will, I guarantee it, you will calm down. And I want you guys to hit me up and let me know if you've done this and how peaceful you were after listening to Roberta. Okay, okay, I got to go on. Okay, so now we're talking about your calming, peaceful voice. Um, yeah, did finding did finding <laughs> did finding peace in um, your everyday life? What did this become natural to you, or did you was it something that you had to work at, or or did you not even realize that you needed to do this, and you you discovered I need to take this journey? How did this come about for you? I definitely feel like it was a more organic process. I have always, I, I sometimes say I'm not the fastest person on the planet. I've always had this slow vibration, even as a kid. But as a kid, my mom said I was quite tenacious, very curious. She never quite knew what I was up to. I was very creative and rambunctious, but Oh. At the same time, yeah, she said I used to climb bookcases. I used to like <laughs> jump into the waves when I, yeah. Oh my <laughs> so gosh, I, I don't I even see that. It's so cute. I was definitely adventurous. Um, I was a gymnast. I was a cheerleader. I was very active. So there is a side of me that loves to be on and on stage. I did pageants. So things that are completely out of my nature, but at the same time, I always made sure that I came down to a quiet place. So 
as a teenager reading in my bed before I went to sleep was how I would wind down. And I would do that all through high school. I started getting away from that practice in college, but college was when I discovered yoga. I took my very first yoga class Mm -hmm. with all of my other college studies. And the way I felt after leaving that class was palpable. It just, Mm -hmm. it's a feeling I can still recall. And I wanted to create that feeling more and more for myself. So I started taking more yoga classes. I got married uh, two years, well, right right after graduating college. So I graduated in May of 96. I got married in June of 96. And then two years later, my husband finished college and we started moving around. He was in the Air Force. And Mm -hmm. yoga became the thing that I could do as a profession as we moved around. But it also became the thing that I could do as a young mother to nourish and nurture myself. Um, I grew up in the same town from kindergarten through high school and didn't move too far away for college. And then I found myself moving all, you know, to different states every three to four years. And I was parenting by myself. My ex-husband now wasn't there very often. So I needed to nurture and nourish myself the same way that my mom and dad nourished and nurtured me. And I think for people who have good memories of being raised by parents who are loving and caring and nurturing, once we become adults and move away from that, it can become a little um, daunting to try to do that for Mm -hmm. ourselves or to try to find relationships and work and things in our lives that fulfill that same need to be nourished and nurtured. I, you know, how beautiful is that? I mean, you, you remind me a lot of my daughter um, because she she did some of the same stuff that you did growing up. And she's very, she's very, very peaceful, well-balanced, grounded uh, young lady. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not that. <laughs> I mean, I'm peaceful. I'm peaceful. Don't get me wrong. But I am. Um, I'm the only girl in my whole entire family, so I have a, I was always surrounded by a lot of male energy. And when I say that, I'm the only granddaughter on both sides. So when I, wow. you know, I always played with boys, so I was very competitive, but I was very girly. I like my Barbies and stuff, but I was very competitive, secretly competitive. And I was, you know, a go-getter and tenacious. And, you know, some, somewhere in my childhood, I developed, I had to, you know, I had to outshine the boys, you know, because I was always being compared to the boys. So it was like, I had to outshine the boys and, you know, but always had this sense of peace and um, intuitiveness about me, which actually helped me to be a really phenomenal nurse because I could intuitively, intuitively see what the main problem was with someone, whether it was, you know, a myocardial infarction, heart attack, or whether it was they had multiple gunshots and we couldn't stop the bleeding. I could intuitively see, okay, there's a bullet here. We need to get, we need to get there because that's where the bleeding is occurring that we can't stop or whatever. So um, it's beautiful to hear all this that you've done and how you've developed it over time. And like I was sharing, you know, we're always preparing for the next phase of our life and we don't know what that next phase is, but I can think about each time I did something in my life and it was something different or I need to, had to be, you know, have to be courageous or, you know, just go for it. 
it was always preparing me for the next phase, which has brought me to this point. And it looks like that the same has happened with you. Now, with regards to, um, you know, being healthy, and I, I really want to, you know, kind of go back, circumvent back to, you know, we're talking about people taking uh, more control of their health and well-being. We all want to be healthy. Everybody, even very sick people want to be healthy and very well people want to stay healthy because they know the value of it. But for some, it seems to be a very difficult thing to do. And I know you said that to take one thing at a time when we're incorporating peaceful living solutions into our life with regards to reducing our stress. But when it comes to, you know, being healthy and and doing healthy things, um, how can we begin to establish something that that we become, I don't want to say addicted to, but it becomes a passion for us to to incorporate and have in our life when it comes to, let's just say, eating healthy. How can someone that's out there really wanting to eat healthy and really want to focus on that aspect of their well-being start? What's something simple that they can do? Yeah, you know, I think first a person needs to have the will and desire to change. That's number one. Number two there has to be a way to interrupt the pattern that they're in. So looking at what what does your day look like already? And then where in your day can you carve out some white space? So most people use calendars now. I recommend that a person puts in time for themselves, make an appointment on their calendar just for them. And just by doing that and practicing it routinely, this is my time. Maybe you don't have a plan the first time you show up. You're just going to sit and you're going to think about the things that you can do, um, whether you want to reach out for support, whether you want to do some research. But creating that pocket of time is the number one thing because without the time there for you and without the desire to continue to make that time for yourself, it doesn't really matter what you're trying to change, whether it's healthy eating or offering some kind of self-care practice or exercising more. So once you carve out that time, then you pick the thing that you want to try. Do you want to try something that's a little more mindful, like meditation? Do you want to get uh, your body moving and do something that is going to help the fitness and feeling of your body each and every day? Do you need to change your nutrition? Is your nutrition serving the purpose that it's there for, which is to fuel your body and help you do all of the things that you need to do? So those are the three things that I like to look at. Love it. Love it. Love it. I I think um, listeners, not some nuggets of gold here uh, for you all. And that was one. It's another one from Roberta. Now, Roberta, I have time for one, maybe two more questions. But this one I want to um, ask you, with the influx of options now available to people that are working from home on out of more or working more out of the home, what are the three most common faux pas you see people make when they choose a home-based instruction program with regards to the number one the number one mistake I see is looking only at price because there are so many things out there that are priced very 
inexpensively and they want you to subscribe and then you take that step, you take that action, but then you're not doing anything else. So you're really throwing your money away, even if it's only $5.99 a month. You know, there are so many apps out there that are you, you can just easily subscribing to um, mm-hmm. without having the person behind that subscription offering advice and support and helping you along your journey. So just clicking a button and adding your credit card in, that's probably the biggest mistake. You know, be really mindful in what you're choosing to invest your money and your time in. And so number two goes hand in hand with that. The the investment in programs where you're not getting the support that you need is not going to give you the results that you want. Mm-hmm. If you invest your money and then there's no support and it's all left up to you to figure things out, to create your routine, to know which classes you should be doing. That's a lot to manage. And if you don't have the skill set to manage all of that, you're probably not going to take action. So support is missing from a lot of these online programs. And then understanding your own needs when you're enrolling in these programs, do you really understand what is wanted and needed to support your journey to get you to where you want to go. Um, If you're not clear on that and you're just engaging in a program, chances are if you get to the point where you're taking classes, those classes may not feel like they're working for you. They may not feel like they're benefiting you. Um, You may get injured if you don't understand the alignment of your body and the form that you need to use. So, um, Online instruction is not just a click and go. Um, It really does take some research and mindfulness and connection, just like anything else that we would invest our time and money in. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for pointing those out because I, I, I know a lot of people that do this or one or at least two, actually probably when they're doing one and two, it's three falls into that as well. Looking only at price, uh, investing in programs with no support for you and um, really not understanding their own needs. You know, are you trying to lose weight? Are you mm-hmm. trying to eat healthy? Are you trying to just gain flexibility, strength, want to relax, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I yeah. know people and I, it, and so thank you for sharing that because I don't think a lot of people understand that just because something is inexpensive, what good is it if you don't get the support you need to be successful with it? That's, you know, exactly. that's it. So. Um, one last thing I would like you to share with the listeners, a message, um, from your heart and soul with regards to, let me say a message from your heart and soul that you want the world to hear when it comes to peaceful living. I love that. A message from my heart and soul. I, I would like to say that there's peace in all of us. Some of us are more peaceful by nature. Some of us need to be peaceful on purpose. And for those of us that need to be peaceful on purpose, all it takes is a little support, a little guidance, and you can start planting these seeds of peace throughout your day. If you believe it's possible, all you need to do is carve out that time for yourself, get some support, and begin your journey and give yourself grace. None of us are perfect. None of us um, have the answers. We're all just one step ahead of each other on this path of life. 
Mm, I love it. Thank you so much, Miss Roberta Hughes, for being a guest on the Blissful Living Podcast. I know that I'm going to go forward in my day with more peace because I'm feeling very peaceful and serene right now. It almost wants me. I almost want to take a bath, and that, that's another way that I'd love <laughs> to like just release. You know, just just it just totally relaxes me. Going to the gym and then taking a bath or, you know, but those are two things that really, really, really just reduce, reduce stress in me and allows creativity and loving energy to flow for me. And so just listening to you has put me in that space. I've either gone to the gym or I've taken a bath (laughs) or done both. And now I'm feeling super peaceful (laughs) without doing either one of those. Thank you so much. I love it. That's a huge compliment. So thank you, Rochelle. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Blissful Living Podcast. And I want to thank all of you listeners out there, um, because without you, it would be impossible to bring phenomenal guests with lots of words of wisdom and nuggets of gold that they share with us so that we can actually start living a better life, a more blissful, peaceful, beautiful, loving, grateful life. And so I want to thank all of you. And again, if you like the show, please subscribe, share it with everyone you love and care about, because the more we can get this kind of information out into the world, the more that we can help disseminate peaceful energy and change the world to make it a better place. So thank all of you. I want to thank my sponsors, Blissful Living For You at BlissfulLivingForYou.com. They have, again, some amazing things. And you definitely want to go check out the event the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit Tour that's happening in the U.S. So if you're curious, just go to blissfullivingforyou.com and check out what they have. And there, I guarantee there is something that you will love and find absolutely amazing to incorporate in your life. And I want to thank the other sponsor, All Day Cable Inc. at All Day Cable Inc. the premier telecommunications installation company in the western region of the United States, I'm sorry, in the U.S., and located in the western region of the United States in the heart of Silicon Valley. If you have a need for telecommunication installation stuff, voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, anything of that nature, then you want to check out All Day Cable at alldaycableinc.com. And until next time, everyone, this is the Queen of Feeling Fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Until next time, please stay healthy, peaceful, and be safe. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.